Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Courtside with Beanless and Tennis, part of the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. We are so happy to have us on tonight, a guest that is in his fifth season on the coaching staff with the Denver Pioneers men's tennis program and second as associate head coach. Since joining the program, this coach has helped Denver to three Summit League titles in 2015, 2016, and 2017, and three NCAA tournament appearances, same years, 2015, 2016, and 2017. In 2016, this guest was tabbed the Mountain Region Intercollegiate Tennis Association Assistant Coach of the Year. He grew up 15 minutes from my hometown in the northern suburbs of Illinois. Please welcome to the courtside with Beanless and Tennis Pod, Coach Drew Everly. Coach, thank you so much for taking some time tonight and walking us through uh, your tennis journey. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on, and I'm uh, looking forward to speaking with you. So, I mean, before we kind of get into your history and your journey from, you know, when you started to where you're at now, I mean, all, all I know is, is, is what I see, right? And, and I see you hanging out with Andre Agassi. I see uh, you recently uh, attended the ATP Finals in London. Well, I mean, some life, man. I, I mean, I, I, I'm jealous to say the least. So t- tell a little bit about that. Yeah, good good luck and uh, good timing. Uh, with Andre, I was uh, we were in Manhattan Beach. My wife and I were celebrating our one-year wedding anniversary. And we were running one morning down the boardwalk. And I looked to my left, and uh, I see Andre and Steffi. And Andre and I kind of looked at each other, and I said hello, and we kind of ran by each other. And, you know, my wife was like, who was it? I was like, that's Andre Agassi. And, She's like, you gotta go say hi to him, and I and I was like, no, I don't want to bother him. And, and I thought to myself, you know, that man never see him again, and never had an opportunity. So um, my coach in college, Ty Tucker, and, and Chris Gardner um, grew up playing with him, and, and were good friends. So I thought I'd use that as kind of an introduction. And um, so I went back, I introduced myself, um, you know, used Ty and Chris as kind of a, a segue into to talking with them, and, and he couldn't have been nicer and. Stephanie couldn't have been nicer and we talked for about 15 minutes on the boardwalk and kind of talked some tennis and took a picture and it, it was just one of the, the coolest experiences. Who took the who took the picture? Was it your wife or was it Steffi? Uh, it was my wife. It was my <laughs> wife. And, and I was going to ask Steffi to take a picture with me too, but she seemed like she kind of wanted to get going so I didn't want to bother her anymore. But, you know, they couldn't have been nicer and um, you know, their son plays baseball at USC, so yep. I think they kind of have a hot house around there. And so it was just, it was good timing, and, um, you know, it really could have been nicer. And then, you know, I just went over to England to recruit at an ITF uh, in Liverpool, and uh, a friend of mine had an extra ticket the day before the tournament uh, at the O2 and the ATP Finals. And, you know, they asked me if I wanted to go, and I said I'd love to. So we saw, um, you know, some doubles in the morning, and we saw CT Pass Nadal in the afternoon and it was one of the coolest sporting events that was the one Rafa was down 1-5 was that the one Rafa was down 1-5 in the third yep yep and he came back and you know then or no that was Medvedev I'm sorry I screwed up that was Medvedev yeah, no, he was, I'm sorry yeah, no, not, I'm sorry yeah he wasn't down 1-5 but he was down in the third came back in one and he was down in the second too wow um, and um, you know it was just so cool in that arena and that venue uh, they did such a good job and uh, you know, CT Park ended up winning the tournament, and uh, it was just such a cool, amazing experience. So I, I went to that before I went to the uh, ITF 
um, in Liverpool. So it was uh, it was a great trip. Yeah, I heard that venue. People have been raving about that venue. It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they do a great job, and, and, and the fans really get into it. And I think next year is the last year that they're hosting it. So um, you know, I, if, if people are able to do it, I would highly recommend uh, going and watching the doubles too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw Cabal and Farha. Um, you know, and it was just, it was so impressive, those guys and their skill level, and, and, and it was just a great experience. Well, I, I, I can't promise you that, that our discussion is going to be as cool as, as you, meet and Andre are going to the ATP Finals in London, but I'll try my best, man. I, I do appreciate you taking the time and doing this. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> so how, let's kind of, um, you got quite a story, and we want to get we want to get there. So why don't you talk about um, your background, how you got involved in the sport, if your parents or siblings played, and um, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so I'm from Lake Forest, Illinois, which is a northern suburb of Chicago. It's about 30 minutes north of the city. Um, I have two older sisters, um, and they you know, played a lot of sports, and I always kind of tagged along, and my, my parents uh, both played tennis, um, my mom's a good athlete, and, you know, we belonged to this club in Lake Forest called the Wednesday Club, and, and my sisters used to take lessons, and one day my mom brought me, and, you know, she had to run, and so she's like, you know, she asked the pro there, Rod Workman, um, you know, can Drew stay for the group, and he's like, yeah, absolutely, and I was probably three or four years old, and and right from that first group, I kind of just fell in love with tennis. And, um, you know, I played a lot of different sports growing up. I played soccer, hockey, basketball, um, and obviously tennis. And, um, you know, I just kind of loved, loved tennis from the, from the get-go. And I always loved to compete. Um, and so, you know, Rob Workman of the Wentia kind of started me off. Um, and then when I got to about 10 or 11, um, you know, he sent me over to uh, Libertyville Tennis, which is about uh, 15 minutes away. And uh, Mark Bay was running a junior program over there that was, you know, looking back on it, it's one of the best junior programs at that time in the country by, uh, you know, easily. It was, it was a very um, high-level academy with great coaches. And from about age 11 to uh, 16, I was there. Um, and then, you know, I played high school tennis uh, all four years at Lake Forest High School. Yeah, playing for a legendary coach there, Corky Layton, who everybody in the Chicagoland area knows knows Corky and knows his son and the, the whole family. That's a whole lineage of uh, tennis professionals yeah. there. Yeah, and Josh is a good friend of mine as well, too. So, I mean, to have quality high school coaches like that, um, you know, it's just so great. And, and, you know, Illinois high school tennis and Chicago high school tennis is it's very high quality and there's a lot of good players and so I always enjoyed being on a team. I always played my best tennis when I was on a team so I always enjoyed playing high school tennis and uh, you know I won state my senior year and we won the team title my junior and senior year um, and just some, some amazing memories from that and then after high school, I went to Ohio State. Uh, played there for four years. Yeah, let's 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 not go there yet. Let's. I want to kind of stick with the high school a little bit because we're going to get to your okay. accomplishments in college. So, and and where you wound up going. But if, as far as high school tennis, you talked about the depth in Chicago high school tennis, and and you know we were talking as we prepped, and you were aware of it. Um, 
2015, which is obviously a little bit more recent than 2004, but 2015 had a year that was incredibly um, deep in the state. And the guy who won it is a fellow Ohio State Buckeye of yours. And name is Martin Joyce. And he beat Gianni Ross, who's currently playing at Virginia. The two semis um, was Gianni's brother, Alex Ross, who played at Vanderbilt. And then Eddie Grable, who played at Dartmouth. I think there was um, Jeff Van, Dix- Van Dixhorn, who played at Northwestern, came in fifth. There were guys in the round of 16 who were playing in, in the Big Ten. I mean, that's how deep it was. And I know you have a pretty cool story um, right before 2015 that you want to talk about a little bit. Yeah, so before I took the job at Denver, um, you know, I coached the Chicago Davis Cup team, which included a lot of the guys that you just mentioned, um, and we played that in South Bend, and so we had guys like Vincent Lynn, who played at Duke, Martin Joyce, as you mentioned, who played at Ohio State, Gianni Ross, his brother Alex, Peter Tarwin, uh, Ben Van Dixhorn, who played Northwestern, uh, Michael Lorenzini, and, you know, it was one of the most talented teams, and that was just for Chicago itself. Uh, and in the finals, we played Ohio Valley that had, um, you know, J.J. Wolf, who's now, you know, top 200, played at Ohio State, John McNally, who's at Ohio State, um, Asher Hirsch, played at Illinois, um, you know, Hunter Tudor played at Ohio State, then we played in the finals, and Chicago ended up winning 4-3, 7-6 in the third. Um, one of the coolest dual matches I've ever been a part of as a player or a coach, and, um, you know, so it, it was very cool to see those guys kind of come together as a team. And, um, you know, it just kind of shows the depth that not only Chicago has, but the Midwest section. And, um, so that was really cool. That was a couple months before I left. For sure. I mean, it was it was such a treat, you know, as I coached at Glenbrook North. And shout out to my guys in 2015. They made the finals uh, in doubles. Ended a tremendous high school career. Shout out to those guys. But it got to a point where really you weren't, coaching high school players anymore these were all college players college level players and it was such a thrill to to see and and for you to win state and for anyone to win state it's so so hard to do um with the depth that we have in the state of illinois and like you said even in the midwest so that's pretty cool thanks for sharing that so you're obviously win state 2004 you're going to be recruited i'm sure um illinois you being local kid maybe had some interest in you you wound up at Ohio State. What were some of the schools that you were looking at? And at the end of the day, how did you decide to be a Buckeye? Yeah, so I, I took an unofficial to Illinois the year before uh, I went to college. They won the national title um, with Craig Tiley and the team that they had. It was one of the best college teams of all time. Um, and, you know, I looked at a couple of the Big Ten schools. I also looked at Wake Forest. Um and, you know, Ohio State was the last visit I took, and, you know, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to go there, and, um, you know, I've been talking to Ty for a while, but I, I went on my visit, and I just loved it, and I just, it just felt right to me. Um, you know, I knew a couple guys on the team, uh, Scott Green and Ross Wilson. Ross is currently the head coach at Iowa, but I grew up playing with those guys in the Midwest, and they were just really solid guys, and I knew that program was kind of on the up and up, and. You know, I was a good junior player. I wasn't great. Um, and so I was kind of, you know, I was kind of floating in that middle middle range. And I knew Ty could develop me. And uh, we had some good teams. And so, um, you know, I decided to go to Ohio State. And, um, you know, things worked out really well. And couldn't have been happy with the experiences that I had and uh, the relationships that I gained there. And, uh, 
you know, it was uh, it ended up being a great decision, not only uh, for my experience on the court, but also off the court. So, um, you know, I looked at Michigan State, I looked at, at Purdue, um, Wake Forest, and Illinois, and ultimately ended up uh, deciding with Ohio State. And and you know let me let me brag for you for a little bit. You had quite a career at Ohio State. You were a doubles All American in two thousand eight, two time captain. Your final two seasons, you're ranked in the top ten in combined wins, um, singles and doubles, I believe, in Ohio State history. Um, you were an ITA Midwest Regional Doubles Champion in two thousand seven. I mean, for someone who, like you said, wasn't a super highly highly ranked uh, junior, you had a heck of a career there. Yeah, thanks. Um, you know, I, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I helped me overachieve a little bit, and, and Chris Gardner, too, who was the assistant there, who's now the head coach at Navy, and, you know, he played around the 16 Australian Open, and, um, you know, we just had a really tight-knit group of guys who were super competitive and, and loved to compete, and like I said earlier, I always loved playing on a team, and I thought I always played my best tennis when I was on a team, and, um, you know, I just gained a lot of confidence, and Ty helped me with that, and, and Chris, and, and Dave Schilling as well, too, who's the volunteer assistant who's been there with Ty for a long time, and, you know, Ty just does a, a phenomenal job of, of getting Midwest guys and, and guys to compete hard and, and play as a team, and, um, you know, so um, I played with a lot of great doubles players. I was lucky, you know, I was All-American with Justin Cronaghi, you know, one of the most decorated college tennis players currently the assistant coach there at Ohio State. So, um, you know, I was just lucky to have some good partners and be on some good teams, and it was, it was a great experience. No, that's so, so cool. So now, uh, you know, you're, you're one of the coaches now developing your kids on your team. Now, I understand this wasn't something that, you know, you finished playing and you went into coaching right away. Talk a little bit about um, the transition into coaching. And, and in fact, you did, you did something for a few years before you even got back into collegiate coaching. Yeah, so when I graduated Ohio State, I moved back to Chicago, and I, I kind of wanted to step away from tennis for a little bit. And um, you know, I did a sales job, and um, you, you know, lived in Chicago. And but as time kind of passed, I kind of realized I missed being around tennis. I missed the competitive aspect of it. I missed being around a team. Um, and so, uh, you know, the opportunity presented itself to get back into coaching. And um, you know, college coaching is getting difficult to get into nowadays. It's very competitive. Jobs are very um, highly sought after, and um, you know Danny Westerman hired me at Denver. Who Danny is now the head coach of Wisconsin. You know I knew him, and uh, you know my family moved from Chicago to Denver, so it worked out well. And um, you know it was tough kind of finding my way to get back in there, but you know um, like I kind of talked about earlier, I was able to coach that Davis Cup team and coach some guys individually, and um, you know kind of got back into it and. Uh, you know, it really couldn't have worked out better here at Denver, and um, I really enjoyed it. And you know, I got back into coaching because um, you know of the, of the coaches that coached me and, and the experiences that I had with them, and um, you know the impact they made on me. And I, you know, I want to do the same here um, with the guys that I work with um, and, and try to make an impact on their life and tennis on and off the court. So it's been great here at Denver. No, it's so great that it worked out and so great that you're, you're happy. Your family's out there now. Um, give us a little snapshot on the 2019-2020 uh, squad. Yeah, absolutely. So we won our conference champ, our, our regular season uh, championship last year in the Summit League. Um, we lost a tough one um, in 
in the conference championship to Drake. Uh, we, had, we had a match point, so it was a bummer. But overall, it was a good year last year. We returned a lot of those guys. So, uh, you know, we just finished up the fall season. And uh, we have a doubles team that shrank 35 in the country. And Matt Summers and James Davis, two British boys. And, um, you know, we've got a really solid schedule. And, we, you know, we look to be top 40 in the country this year, hopefully, and win the conference. And those are our goals. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of juniors and seniors. So hopefully we'll... You have some older guys with some experience and maturity. Um, you know, you hope to have some success, but you never know. There's a lot of good teams out there. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to the season and seeing what our guys can do. And um, we'll see how the season goes. Yeah, like you said, you got some experience coming back. So I, I know uh, I know you're fired up about this team. And, uh, and uh you know, we were talking a little bit in prep. You're you're excited to see how this all goes, and I want to wish you um, the best of luck. I know you're super busy this time of the year um, with traveling, recruiting, and coaching the guys. Um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I just want to appreciate. Uh, I want to thank you, and I appreciate you taking the time tonight and uh, walking us through your through your journey, Drew. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, and uh, appreciate sharing some stories. I appreciate it, Drew. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye-bye. Thank you. That was Coach Drew Everly, the Denver Pioneers men's tennis team, second year as as the associate head coach. Great, great guy, and hope you enjoyed hearing Drew's journey uh, through the tennis world. And stay tuned. You will obviously hear another guest soon. All these podcasts can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Thanks, everyone.